Welcome to the God Dream Podcast, where we are talking to other Christian entrepreneurs and having conversations about how we can fulfill the dream that God has put inside of our heart. Today, I'm with a man of God. His name is Justin Carter. He has an online business. He's been in business for a while. He's flipped houses. Uh, he scaled his first business, I believe, to seven figures. And he's now pursuing a coaching business where he's helping other Christian entrepreneurs start and scale their businesses. You do not want to miss this episode. We talk about God, we talk about relationships, marriage, business, and a lot of other topics. So stick around for the whole episode and I hope you enjoy. Your story, I haven't asked you too many questions about your story, but I have a pretty strong sense that your story is going to help a lot of people. So dude, just to kind of kick it off, tell us more about you and like what, what all you do. Yeah, man. So uh, glad to be on. Uh, Justin, as you mentioned, so I currently am are kind of in this like duality, this kind of interesting transition right now. So uh, I currently uh, I'm coaching, I'm running a coaching business um, as well as uh, a guest experience director at my church. So my role is helping develop leaders and, and building and, and growing teams there. Uh, and I'm on the back end of a career, like leaving my tech corporate career. So I'm leaving Microsoft, leaving, uh, selling Microsoft Cloud. So I've been able to grow, grow my business, you know, to be able to finally leave that. I was kind of always in a space where I probably could have done it sooner, but I think for, for me right now, um, it just, the timing worked. Uh, I had a business that went up and it, and it, and it kind of failed pretty miserably. And that kind of scarred me a little bit. And it also showed me like what I should do the next time I'm ready to, like, it helped me to see, like, here's the things you should have in place <clears throat> when you're ready to go full time in. And so, yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm ready. I'm kind of getting back in, uh, and making that transition now. So, so yeah, dude, let's go. I think a lot of people miss that transition. Yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah. Like dude, it's, um, so for me, so kind of born and raised inner city kid. Um, I didn't see much growing up. Um, I mean like none of, I, I never, I went to, I went to four elementary schools in five years Went to two middle schools. And I, I, I luckily only went to one, one high school and uh, man, like I just didn't see people succeeding. I didn't see people like killing it in any area of their lives really. Yeah. And so, um, like, so everything that I was doing, it was, it wasn't by having mentors. Like, no, I didn't have some successful uncle or father that I could call and say, Hey, like, I'm kind of thinking through this right now. What is your recommendation? How do I do this successfully? How do I position my business properly? And how do I know if my business is ready for me to jump in it or if it's not re not yet ready because uh, they're very different like a business being like a happy business for you while you got some consistent income on like working a full-time job becomes very different when you were full-time in that business and you know you kind of cringe every time you got to cut yourself a check <laughs> yeah because you're like ah, i could be 100%. using that money to reinvest in ads or put this into yeah. an onboard specialist or something like that yeah um and so I just didn't have that. And so I think for me, it was learning as I was going and just kind of getting the scrapes, bumps and bruises, a, a part of the journey uh, and, and learning from those lessons. Um, yeah. So, yeah. It, 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 but now I would say on the other side of this, like I wouldn't go back and change it for anything. You know, like I, for me, all the failures, all the mistakes, all the mess ups that I, that I endured, I know, I know it impacted the business that I have today. And so like some people may say, man, like I would love to build the kind of business that you have today or like, why are you so into systems or why are you so like they, they kind of envy some of the things that I'm doing now. And I'm like, yeah, you didn't know like the pain and the hell that I had to go through 
uh, to finally become this kind of person and, and be wired this way now. So uh, I, I agree more, man. Like some people miss like what that transition probably is and sometimes yeah. what they're potentially putting themselves at exposure or risk for. Yeah, 100%. And I kind of resonate with your story. Um, I don't even think I've ever said this on anywhere. Um, I, I need to get better at telling like my story. But yeah, yeah I grew up, um, I wouldn't say poor, um, like lower, lower middle class, like, so like, right above that, I would say, um, like, my parents had a good job, my mom and my stepdad. Um, and then somewhere along the line, had this issue, medical issue come up, lost his job. We moved into like a trailer house. Wow. And in that season, he, he had this like pretty rough surgery on his knee and uh, got addicted to like pain pills. So I was like maybe 12, 13. And then my mom, I don't know, nonetheless, money got extremely, extremely tight. Like he lost his job. My mom got on the pills. And then like, I didn't know this at the time, but for like four years, they were like on and off drugs. And that kind of all came out. Like they were doing like meth, and like some crazy stuff Man. in and out of jail. Um, so money, as you can imagine, they never had money during that season. <laughs> I don't know how they were making money, bro. Like I guarantee you it was not. Just legal, don't ask okay? any questions. Don't ask any questions. Yeah, just, yeah bro. Because <laughs> they don't weren't ask. working. Um, so there's, yeah. Um, but yeah, so nonetheless, every conversation about money was negative. And, mm. and, and for context, I was at, for one of those years, I was at a Christian school. Like I only went okay. one year to Christian school. The rest was public. And um, so, yeah, we, we didn't have any money <laughs> and everyone yeah. else there did. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, bro, like I instilled like this negative mindset around money mm. and that carried over into like my first business for sure. Yeah. Um, and, yeah. and I think in like a lot of ways, I don't know if you can relate to this. Like I viewed money negatively. Like I felt like I didn't yeah. have enough. Yeah. You, for, I would say, you know, no, that's that. Yeah. I was going to say, so for me, I, yeah, like for me, money, I, and I, I thought about it maybe a little bit differently than you did. It wasn't that I felt like I didn't have enough. I just felt that once I got it, I had to get it, give it away. Like I had to, mm -hmm. I had to spend it. So yeah, for me, yeah. it was less about like, for me, it was, I was always trying to find a way to spend money and trying to yeah. find a way to, and in business, you could, there's a lot of different things that you could spend money on. And you could, you may be able to consider those investments, right? Like when it comes to taxation and what's a write off. Yeah. Technically those are business expenses, but yeah. it was like, dude, that, that wasn't feasibly responsible for where you, for what you were doing. And so what I, what I yeah. realized was this was, this was a, this was a game changer for me is I realized that no matter like if my personal finances wasn't, wasn't in order, I was going to like, I was going to be the same person in my business. And yeah. so if I didn't know how to budget Dang. personally, that's a conversation. Right my there. business budget was going <laughs> to suck. Right. Yeah. And so, so I thought like, Oh no, I'll be different in business. Like, no, I, like my, my personal <laughs> finances are disorganized. I'll be more organized in my business. Cause I'll take it more serious. Yeah. And that's not the case. Or I like to yep. splurge and buy a bunch of shoes in personal life. And I would like splurge and just do a different thing in business. So yep. you also, you realize how important it is to work on the person first. Because you're just, that's Man. the person that comes into your business and it just magnifies. Yeah. It just magnifies. Dude, bro, you are so right. Because there was a season like two, three years ago. Do you know Anthony O'Neill? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, so I, I love him, bro. He's amazing. Um, So I got hooked on his stuff when I first got married and him and Dave Ramsey. And yeah. um, dude, we paid off like 40 grand in debt. 
Um, and like, bro, we were on it, dude. Like I was checking my budget every day. Personal finances were in order. I think I was making 5k a month or so. I started my business, um, my marketing agency. We grew it to like, I don't know, 20, 25k per month and personal income. Like I I was, we were making around 10k or so, 12k a month. And I was like, how old was I? 22, 23, never had money. Like until that season, everything shifted, bro. (laughs) I went from like being the Anthony O'Neill, Dave Ramsey guy to like, bro, I got so many Jordans. I got like every pair of Yeezys ever released. And yeah. I carried directly over to my business. Mm. And um, yeah, even I made some stupid personal finance decisions. Like, yeah, I mean, I, I'm not super all in on like being debt free now. Like I, like I have a car payment. I don't disagree with that. You know what I mean? Like if you can afford it, I think right. there's a time and place for debt, but um. Yeah. 100%. But yeah, dude, like I, even more recently, like in this season, like the business has never made more money, but mm-hmm. I've also realized like exactly what you said, like the Lord's been convicting me on personal finances again. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, yeah dude, it's like, it's and here's so the thing, important. I think what you just said, though, because that's the that's the part of growth and exposure is like you, you won at one level, but when it was mm-hmm. multiplied the disciplines and the principles can go out the window because you've yet to develop yourself at that new level. And so, and that's the piece where I think this is why this is, I love this conversation that we're having because I think it's so important because just because, just because you've slayed Goliath doesn't mean there's not other giants you're going to have to slay again. Mm, And, and, and so I think sometimes even people from the outside looking in, you could, we could try to sometimes make, decision and decision making as this linear thing and like oh if you just get free from this you won't ever deal with it again and it's like yeah yeah, maybe at that level but (laughs) like think about it at another level right so it's like oh like i can solve my five thousand dollar month problems i'm good but when i double my income now and i got all this disposable income and i don't properly know right like how to really invest it how to really multiply it xyz Mm -hmm. then you go back to the least common denominator right um You know, so I think that's a powerful, man, I think that's just a powerful principle to to lean into, yeah. uh, especially as you're growing a business, because like, yeah, truly, and I learned this in real estate and like this in real estate, it was significantly more exacerbated because like I was flipping houses and mm. literally every dollar, it, it could go out and go get more friends if we invested it properly, right? Like the name of the game is to flip a house, take all the profits, put that in a new house, flip another house, make more. So that, so anytime you, so, so what I learned in that game was when you took money out, you took it out of circulation. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like you, you took the money out of circulation. And so, um, because now you had less money to invest. Now you had less money to profit on and double and triple and quadruple. And you lost the diminishing, you know, you lost the compounding effect of money. So, um, yeah, man, that's just such a such a huge principle. I think that's important to, like, it's one thing to make the money, but like, how how are we really keeping it? You know, and what do we yeah. do once we get it? Yeah, dude, that's something that I'm really trying to grow in. Like, that's literally one of my uh, vision boards. Like, uh, we started the year off to like fasting. So if my my mind is all over the place, like I, I haven't <laughs> eaten yet. Yeah, I <laughs> but, start mine um, next yeah, week. I start my fast next oh, week, man. so yeah, yeah, man. yeah. Um, but yeah, it's like, dude, personal finance goals. It's like everyone's talking about business. Like, I'll be transparent. There was a four week stretch where we made ninety thousand dollars in business. Yeah, and then I was like, this is 
very bad to say, but I was almost like, where did the money go, bro? <laughs> like, it's like people think yeah. like, oh my gosh, that's so much money. And it's like, dude, you don't understand like employees, ads, yeah. other expenses, stupid decisions, mentors. Because what it took to like, get bro, it, that's so true, man. Yeah. Like, it, it's yeah. like, yeah, I think that's that's another thing too you learn behind it. This, is, this almost probably should be like the myths busted in business like because yeah dude that's what we'll name it yeah that's perfect i feel like there's so many things that as you go into entrepreneurship and you go into building a business and then once you actually do it or see it or experience it you realize like whoa like it's not it doesn't stretch and then here's the other thing you realize is you realize how little the money you used to think was a lot is like you just said i did ninety thousand in a month most people won't do that in a year like yeah. most people, most Americans will never hit that number in their entire life. Wow. Yeah. And you did it in a month and yeah. they live their entire, they, they would be, they would be honored if they could live their entire, like a year off of that money. You made it in a month and you looked at the end yeah. of the month, like, dang, where, and obviously you knew where it went. Cause you like you, I'm sure yeah. there was, there was fruit of the, of the labor, but yeah. it, it wasn't like your lifestyle was Im- like immediately affected. Oh. And now you could go and no. get, the Lamborghini that you, you know, like it it just doesn't work like that. No, no, not at all. (laughs) For sure. Um, It's like the opposite. It's like the more you make, the less you feel like you make. It's how I feel. Talk about that more. I love that. That's (laughs) yeah. No, it's like, it it is. It's like creating new standards because anytime, for instance, like, so some people listening, they might be like, Oh, 90 K sounds like a lot, but dude, like I've intentionally surrounded myself with people who make, double triple that like for instance i was um with the guy he has a software app company for churches sold like two businesses now for um seven figures both sale and makes like five million a year and like he's balling bro so like it's not just like his business is making like he's pocketing a lot and he makes that a week so so if he makes five million um, a year he makes a hundred thousand a week Yeah. So see, that's what I'm saying. If you make nine grand, 90,000 a month, get around somebody who makes it in a week. Yeah. And then boom, you'll feel broke. And it's like <laughs> immediately. <"Cool." laughs> yeah. Like dude, he gave away $400,000. Like he gives away 10% growth. So he's last year he gave away like wow. 400,000. So I'm wow. like, dude, I didn't even personally take home 400,000. Yeah. So it's yeah. like just shifting your perspective. Cause I will say like, especially as a Christian, like I think the enemy's greatest uh, plot would be pride. Oh, I'm making all this money. Like I've made it. Like everyone else is like broke. These people, like they're not fulfilling their purpose. Like I made yeah. it. It's like, dude, I have not made it. Wow. Wow. <laughs> so, dude, that's so good. Especially like yeah. the, especially to the, to the, to the person who's out there and they may be thinking that the only reason why I'm not successful is because I haven't made a certain amount of money until mm-hmm. the person that has made that money still doesn't call themselves successful. And you're like, okay, Dude. there's, there's definitely a paradigm shift here. Um, yeah. And like how, how the goal pole, the goalpost continues to move for you. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah. I think re- really when we say success, we're really saying like purpose and fulfillment. And mm-hmm. exactly. Sometimes like we could use the financial metrics as a barometer, but if we're honest, like those often can bring up more trauma or insecurity. Those things can bring up like the, here's, here's, here's my biggest fear. Here's one of my biggest fears and things that I've had to like process through is it's one thing to kill it for one year. 
but to go back in year two and ask yourself, like, I don't know if you've experienced this, but my Stripe account just, it just, it just went away. Right. Like it's back down. If I look at my year, right. If I look at, okay, 2022, great. I'm back at 2023 and the numbers aren't good right now. Right. Cause it's a, it's the first week of a new year. And I look Mm. at, I'm like, man, can I do this again? Like, what can I do? Can I really do better than this? Can I really? Isn't that what the enemy does, dude? Like what he'll do is he'll say you can't get it and then you Mm. get it and he'll say you can't keep it. Ooh, and it's like, so dude, so it's, we spent our whole life wondering if we could ever get there and then mm. we get there and now we're wondering, can I, when is this going to disappear? When it's, when is it going to crumble? When's it going to fall away? I know exactly wow. what you're talking about. Wow. Wow. <laughs> and then what happened was transparently that 90 K month, I got in my head with that exact thought. Yeah. Crap. Can I do this again? Like, oh my gosh, like what a, the month changed. And you know how Stripe works. I, that's why I, I literally stopped using Stripe. Not even kidding. I switched processors. And dude, I'll have to tell you about it offline. Because okay. They don't take any money. Um, it's just like a $50 a month fee. Tony Robbins, a uh, bunch of guys use them. But nonetheless, um, it was like getting to me, bro. It was like 72K one month. And then it would go all the way to zero. Yeah. And then I would get this extreme anxiety of like, holy crap can I do that again in this 30 day period? Yeah. Um, yeah. So like, I just try to stop looking at it on the daily. Like, yeah, I'll look at the numbers, but um, something so you real. said just to kind of pivot a little bit, something you said was like the way we define success in business for some people, it is money. I think a mm. lot of people define it as that. Yeah. I have defined it or am trying to define it as, am I doing what God's called me to do? to Mm. the full degree that he's called me to do it Mm. no for instance like god has given some people like x amount of talents others x amount others x amount um i know there's a verse something along those lines um i feel like the lord has entrusted me not pridefully but i know he has with more than i guess you could say the average person but people could say oh ninety thousand in a month seems like a lot but i know what god put in me Mm. and it's not yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, I'm, I, I'm, I'm skating by with my right. you know, discipline and getting to 90 K a month. Yeah. It's like, what would it look like if I went all in? So, and that's the piece where, and this is, I think where environment is extremely important because sometimes what you consider mediocre is other people's like greatness. Mm. And they're like, wait, you did what? And you're like, I know I was so bad. And they're like, what? That's the best thing I've ever heard. Like nobody I've ever seen has done X, Y, Z. And I heard, I heard Bishop TD Jakes explain it like this. He talked about, uh, that's my guy. We talked about the gallons. So he talked about, he says like, you may be a 10 gallon person and you've got a bunch of one gallon people around you and they're Mm. pouring everything they can into you trying to figure out why you're still not full. And it's, it's not them. It's you. Like you just happen to be a 10 gallon person. And so you've got to know that things that fill you isn't what fills other people. And so you've got to be okay with, hey, I'm just not around. Like, and again, it's nothing personal. It's like not to say that God loves you more than them. It's just God has something different for them. And and, and here's the other piece. Like, you may be a 10 gallon in one area of your life. It doesn't mean you're 10 gallon all areas, right? Like, Mm. here's, here's the piece that a lot of people don't understand is, just because you're 10 gallon in one area that 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 probably is going to substantiate you being one gallon in another area. Like what it, mm. what it takes for you to be a wow. 10 gallon in business is a shaky family often. 
right? Like, yes, some of the people Bro, that we celebrate like, at the top. Lord, I need to expand my capacity uh, when yes. it comes to being a husband. Yeah. If I'm honest, like, because it, it pulls on it. it. People say business is hard. It's like, oh, God, there's that's the, the hardest thing I've ever done. But like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't <laughs> think people talk about that truthfully enough. It's like marriage dude, is that... the hardest thing I've ever done by far, oh, 100%. by far. Yeah, and I've been married nine yes. years, so it's like, wow, it's not that like it's gotten. I mean, it's gotten better in the sense of I've. I've gotten better as a husband yeah. because because mm-hmm. to me what marriage is is a continu- a continual denial of, of self and Dude. it's a continual like like persecution of ego and a persecution wow. of your personal desires and you lay those down for the union yeah. and to serve your spouse that's not you easy know, you know what you just said or what I just said that I was just thinking about people listening to this podcast could be marriage is hard. You said marriage is the hardest thing you've ever done. And there's instantly a negative connotation. Mm, Yeah. Not everything hard is bad. Come on. (laughs) Come on. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Yes. Bro, people like, God, this is dude, this is, I was just having a conversation. um, So I was having a conversation with my wife's friend. She's single. And I was joking with her and we, we play like this. We always fight back and forth. We just clown on each other every time we're around each other. Right. And I told her she's not married yet. And I said, hey, whenever you meet your future husband, he's going to like, I'm going to be his mentor. She's like, oh, never. Right. I just wanted to like, I was like, he's going to look up to me. I'm just like, <laughs> yeah. hey, I'm just, I'm just pouring. I was like, he's going to look up to me. I'm going to be his mentor. You guys are going to go to, you guys are going to, we're going to do a double date. And he's going to be like, babe, that Justin dude, I love him, man. Why don't you connect me with him sooner? And, you know, and we, we were joking about it, but I said, honestly, though, what I'm really saying is there is a level of um, success and a level of discipline and a level of development that comes from a man when he's married that no man will feel and experience unmarried. Like you just, mm. so, so like I've got friends that I know that are single. I've got friends that I know that are married. When I know the most developed men that I know they're married and it's not because, you know, it, it's because of what marriage has to develop in a person. You Like yeah. when you're single, you can deal with your flaws and all. You, you can just, yeah. you can just, oh, this is just the way I am. When you're married, this just the way I am don't work. <laughs> no, <laughs> this is the way you are not. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that yeah. don't work. So you, you got to <laughs> learn how to build tools and how to develop this aspect and how to dig deep. And like, is this, is this really the way I am? Or is this a version of me that I'm portraying? Like what insecurities is driving this out? Right. And so, yeah. um, so my, my, uh, my pastor, he talks about like marriage being the cheat code. So yes, mm. it is, it is a challenge, but it's a good challenge in that, yeah. yo, if you could, if you could find yourself connected to the right person and something that God has ordained to put together, like the, like, yo, you get benefits that no person that's outside the confines of marriage gets like the, yeah. the, 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 the fact that God pours his grace and his blessings mm-hmm. on the union of marriage. So it's like, I'm a cheat code and I can bring that into yeah. anything that I'm doing. So as I'm growing my mm-hmm. business, I'm not just thinking, man, what books are I read and how do I implement strategy? I'm thinking, man, I've, de- I've developed myself as a husband. Like me and my yeah. wife have con- hard conversations all the time. So I can have a hard conversation with this employee that I'm getting ready to bring into the business. Yep. Right. Or, and so like, yep. that is my training ground. <laughs> you know, wow. like every, it's, it's developed me. And I truly believe yeah that if I can be a better husband, I will be a better leader as a business owner. 100%. Wow. That's, that's so good. Uh, yeah. Okay. So 
we've talked about business. We've talked about marriage. What, what does being a dad do? Cause we're having our first kid in three months, bro. Uh, baby boy. And I I know nothing, dude, I've never (laughs) changed a diaper. Like I I straight up know nothing. So like, have you seen like fatherhood do that same transformation as marriage? Yeah. Probably even. Yeah. Even, I would say even more, I would say even more. So fatherhood for me is it's, it's fatherhood. Fatherhood will bring up all of your like trauma and baggage and like it, it's it's counseling it's like and, and it gets more yeah. you see it significantly as the as your kids get older like our kids i've got a son he's five and our daughter's four and mm-hmm. there's things that they do that um you like it may it may bring up like th- emotions and feelings in you and you're like why am i feeling that way right or mm-hmm. like my my kids have definitely made me softer <laughs> like yeah. you know my son hugged me the other day and he gave me like one of those long church hugs, you know, like one of those, like, I'm got you <laughs> like hug. A real hug. Yeah. yeah. And I almost like broke down. Like, I was like, yo, I really needed this. And this is coming from a five-year-old Yeah, wow. and like a five-year-old. And for me though, here's one of the biggest things that having my children taught me is my children taught me how God really sees me. Mm. Like how, how, <clears throat> how I see my children. I'm wow. like, okay, I understand the love of the father much mm. more now. Like my kids, they really can't do anything wrong. Like that, they, mm-hmm. they, and, and, or let me rephrase that. They can do things wrong, but when they do things wrong, I don't judge them. I judge myself as a mm-hmm. parent. I'm like, man, wow. I could have, I could have set them up better. I need mm-hmm. to teach them better. I need to instruct them better. I need to guide yeah. them better. And, and mm-hmm. it's like, man, if that's how God has wired us as natural parents, think about our spiritual yeah. father who sits in heaven wow. and looks down on us. And the love that he has for us and the great, and, and like, I haven't had to die for my children. <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> so it's like the ultimate sacrifice that he made. And, yeah. um, and so having children, man, is going to absolutely be a blessing to you. It's going to change so much about you. Like, but for me, wow. it's changed my relationship with God the most. I'm like, okay, I really yeah. see parenting and what this really like feels like and looks like. Wow, man. You know, yeah, like that's it's so good. Yeah. I'm, like, even, it's, Go ahead. Keep going. Yeah. I was going to say like, even the smallest minute things about your children, like your children are going to have quirks. They, they might stutter for a little while. You know, they, they might, my son was a drooly baby. So he had to wear bibs for like a year. Cause he just drool all the time. <laughs> and like, you just learn to love your kid no matter what, like it, you just yeah. love them. Like you love the drooly thing. You love the thing that's stuttering. And when we talk about the love of God, right? Like, you know, when, and we tell people all the time, like, you know, God loves you, God loves you. And that's what, to me, the love of God means. It's like, man, no matter what you are or what you're experiencing or what you currently have gone through, God looks at you and like, man, that's my Julie baby. (laughs) Like that's, that's my stuttering child. Like no matter what failures you've made, what mistakes, what bumps or bruises or stains you've have on your reputation, God still looks at you like, man, that's my kid though. Like that's my yeah. son. That's my daughter. And uh, yeah, it, you're watch this, man. It's going to change your life, dude. It's, it's gonna, <laughs> it's gonna be a blessing. Bro. I honestly, I, I'm so excited. Like, dude, I can't wait. It's going to be so good. But um, yeah. I had a question I was going to ask you about purpose. Like obviously mm. on your shirt, <laughs> uh, not a coincidence. Like literally the, the name of my podcast um, <laughs> Is called God dream. So I believe mm. every yeah. person has a God dream. 
And I'm not talking mm. just to people who have a dream. I'm talking to people. It's almost like God had a dream for you. That's the context of God put something inside of you for you to fulfill on this side of eternity, yeah. whether it's a business, right. whether it's a ministry, whether it's, you know, building the dream family, whatever it is, right? A God dream. What yeah. do you, this is a big question. So like, what do you feel like that is for you? Mm. And how did you start to step into it? Yeah. Yeah. Dude, this is a phenomenal question. I love this question. Um, before I jump into the question, you, you sparked a thought that I had this morning and I was thinking about purpose and I was thinking like, what is God's purpose? Hmm. Right. Like what, what, what is like, it's a big question. Like what is God's purpose? And we are God's purpose. Hmm. Like, I don't know if people realize that, that having, having a relationship with us is God's purpose. Like, like, being in relationship with man is literally God. So like to know that you are God's purpose. So when we talk about what our purpose is, that's a powerful statement, but to think about the one who created you and who, and what their purpose is, it's like God exists for you. Wow. Like it, he, like you are his yep. purpose. Like he lives to, yeah. he, to love you. Um, yeah. So man, I, I would say for me, I think my, my, and, and this has evolved over the years. Um, I've just always really just been dedicated to doing what, um, I felt God was calling me to do in the seasons in yeah. which they were in. Um, yeah. But man, I just believe that God has really called me to um, like be like how I like to explain it is really be the chief belief officer for people. Um, wow. When I work with my clients, I tell them, man, I'm, I am your chief belief officer. And <laughs> what I really mean by that is similar to what you've said. Um, I believe that God God placed everybody on the planet, everybody on the earth to solve a problem. And the problems that he placed them on earth to solve are pretty big problems. And if, yeah. if God placed you on a big earth to solve a big problem, then that must mean you're a big person. Wow. And so I try my best to help see the bigness in everybody that I'm around. And I realize that a lot of people don't see that for themselves. They don't know like what their unique advantage is. They don't know mm. what they do differently. They don't know what areas in life that they have no rivals. Like trust and believe yeah. that if God puts you on the earth to solve a problem, there is absolutely spaces and rooms that you walk in that there is no one that can do what you do at the level in which you do it in. And what I think often people, and this is the thing that like, like that I'm passionate about. So you, you asked me the purpose question. So you finding it right yeah. now, cause I'm starting to talk yeah. about it and get passionate, but I think there's nothing worse for people to walk into rooms and not knowing what their true purpose is and how they can affect those rooms. And what we often do is we will trade what our gifts are and try to plagiarize other people's. Like the, the, yep. the worst thing that I could try to do is to be Brandon Forbes. The best yeah. thing that I could try to do is be Justin Carter and know that yeah. every dream, every desire, every vision that I have, everything that I feel like God is calling me to, that it's wrapped inside the purpose and understanding that my, I can win with what I've got. Like that's, mm. that's probably the best Man. way I can explain it is like, yo, I want to help and show people that you can win with what you got. That the visions wow. that God gave you, that the dreams that he gave you, that he gave you those with those gifts and he aligned them together. And sometimes people don't think that they can win what they got. So they trade it in for wow. something else. They trade it in for a job that they hate. They trade it in for hanging around people that they don't like. They trade it in for just doing mundane things that they're not passionate yeah. about to make a paycheck or just to pay bills and live life and die. But it's like, yo, do you know that you were the answer to a big problem? 
And the minute that yeah. we know that is, I think the minute that that we can really get intentional about changing, not just the people around us lives, but changing our legacy and changing our own lives. Um, yeah. And so, man, for me, that's what I feel God has placed me on earth to do is to do that is to to show people mm. what this is. And so for me, that shows up in coaching and running and, and running my coaching business that shows up in my church and my local community that shows up yeah. in my, my church, my friends and just the people that I have around me. Yeah. Um, my friends call me when they're not quite seeing themselves like God is like God sees them. And they're like, hey, man, like, here's the decision that I'm thinking through. I'm not quite sure. And I'm, I'm, I'm always trying to call people forward. Like, hey, man, this is time. Like, it's, mm. let's do it. Um, so yeah. yeah, that's what, that's what I would say. Mine is, is really being the chief belief officer and really being able to, uh, see the gifts inside of people and like really bring them forward so that they can walk in them. Dude, you, that's so powerful and not everyone has that calling for mm. sure. I, I, I mean, there's definitely people called to it and I think they, like, we tend to find them, you know, on, on Instagram, you know, and like, <laughs> we're like, wow, there's people already doing this, but it's like, there's not many. And you right. think of, how many people are in the world? Billions. Like, yeah, most people don't have a dream that's, yeah. that they're pursuing. Like, I feel like 100%. everyone has a dream to some degree, whether it died, like I'm sure that's a, a good, you know, percentage of people, but yeah. I just respect anyone that is doing something. Like, even if they're failing, I'm like, yeah. dude, at least you're doing something. You know what I mean? At least you're trying to move so, the needle. Yeah. yeah. And, and that, the thing that I think a lot of people don't think is that there is a decision making like there is there is a batch of decisions that you have to begin to make often before you really get to see what your true purpose is. And yeah. so I think early on, like if we talk about because I know I know a lot of people struggle with what like how to how to know what their purpose is. And yeah. I think for the people early on, I think it's important to listen to God. Right. And, and ask God to give you give you wisdom and discernment around that and begin to open up your eyes and give you vision. But I think, but I think after you begin to do that, uh, you've got to begin to walk in and give things a shot, like give things a try. Like you, yeah. you, you've got to, you've got to, you've got to begin to put things on and see how they feel. You got to mm-hmm. like, what does it feel like to lead a boardroom? What does it feel like wow. to, to, to be on stage? Does it feel good to be behind a podcast mic? What, what, mm-hmm. what areas in life, like make your baby leap, like the thing on the inside of you, yeah, once you yeah. get in those rooms, it's mm-hmm. like, Oh, I made it. Yeah. And, and so I think sometimes people think that they can really tap into purpose without action. And the mm. truth is they don't really exist yep. together is mm. the purpose becomes to be more fulfilled and unpacked as you take action. Bro, you know what I've labeled that within the last week, uh, I've put the label to it, uh, strategic stumbling. Mm, I, I strategically like stumbled into my purpose and wow. I'm continuing to do it. Wow. Yeah. yeah like yeah, if you I don't, if Bishop, you never try. I think I'm pretty sure I stole that from Bishop. <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, when he talks about women that are loose, like when him mm. and Tyler Perry did the movie, they didn't have the money, something yeah. like that. I think it was maybe an interview with oh, Stephen Furtick. Yeah. He was like, bro, I stumbled into that this. in that. Yeah. yeah. yeah he's and like, then it hit me the other this. day. He did say that. Yeah. He did say that. Bro. That's, he that's also when he talked about like how God... That's also when he talked about, he's like, God doesn't make tables and chairs, but he makes trees. And mm. I think for us, that's another big piece, right? Is we think that yeah. our purpose is just supposed to land in our hand on a silver platter. And it's supposed to be like, yep. I'm thou art God. Here is your purpose. Yeah. It's like, yeah. that's not how purpose shows up. Purpose shows yeah. up when you are making a table and everybody that's making tables look at you and they're like, dude, how are you doing this so fast? And you're like, what do you mean? Wow. 
And they're like, dude, but like you're doing table, you're making tables 10 times faster than us. What are you doing? And yeah. you're like, I, I don't know. And, and, and then yeah. you, you walk into, you know, a, a, a dealership and you end up just like putting random things together. And they're like, dude, how yeah. are you? And like yep. purpose is often defined by what comes easy to you and hard for other people. And so if you yeah. try to do purpose in isolation, it's going to be very hard because you won't know what your unique 100%. value is. Right. Like yeah. it's, you know, it, in, in that same interview, Bishop talked about how, um, you know, how, how when Jesus was saying, who do men say that I am? And, mm. you know, before he was getting ready to go to the, um, the Garden of Gethsemane and he's getting ready to give it all up. He's like, hey, I've been with you guys for for years now, three years now. And we, I've, I've healed people. I've healed the sick. I've walked. I've helped you walk on water. I've we've done all the things we fed five thousand. We've raised in the dead. But who do men say that I am? And and I think that was a that was a question that was both. I think that was a rhetorical question, but I think that was also a question that Jesus like it's hard to see the picture while you're in the frame. Mm -hmm. And sometimes like you don't even know who you really are. Wow. And so you you've got to be okay to say like who am I? Like to people around you, like what space, like if you're struggling with purpose, ask the people closest to you, like what, what space do I take up in your life? Like, are you the person, do you come to me for advice? Are you, do you come to me when you want to have a good time and you want to have fun and laugh? Do you want to, do you come to Bro, me? Like you said something earlier. I'm, it's crazy how God works. Cause I think this was like a God topic. You said something earlier that came back around. I wasn't trying to interrupt you earlier, yeah, no, you're good. but you said my friends called me whenever they were trying to make a big decision in regards to their purpose. Mm. And like the spirit that kind of came in my spirit was, why do your friends call you? Ooh, exactly. Why do people good. call me? And why it convicted me. Like <laughs> it didn't encourage me, bro. <laughs> no, it didn't. It convicted me. I was like, you? wow, why do, why, why am I here? Like, mm. I know why I'm here, but yeah. Why don't I live that out in every room? Wow. You know what I mean? And no, that that's a question I think I'm going to keep with me. It's like, why do people call me, dude? Why do people call me? Oh, that's so good. Yeah. That is so yeah. good. That's basically what Jesus said. He's like, who do they say I am? Yeah. And I think, yeah. I think there's two parts to that. Like, and kind of like wrapping it all together, discovering your purpose. You have to be careful who you ask. Big time. So if you want to get in rooms to uncover your purpose, be careful what room you're in. Yeah. Because if, if it's not a kingdom room, like a lot of people have think they have their purpose, but it's like a perverted version and yes. they're not walking in the call of God that he has for them. And yeah. you know, some friend on the internet coaching program they joined told them this. Yeah. But what are like, kingdom people telling you? What's your pastor yeah, saying? That's true. Like there is, yeah. like Brandon, there is some Instagram model online right now. <laughs> <laughs> who they have a gift of persuasion and they have yeah. a gift to attract people just attracted to them, but they perverted it and just turned it into an Instagram model and they're dressed half naked thinking like that's that like, and they're, they're walking in her gift. It's just perverted. They, yep. they could have used that same gift to attract people to something else. Right. Mm -hmm. Or to, to be a public speaker or to tell their story or, and so I love that you said that because depending on the people that you're around, that's going to be the thing that, that, because most people, most people, they, I think we as humans are good at determining what we're good at. And we like to do that yeah. thing that we're good at. And we like to get paid for the thing that we're good at. But I think our yeah. level of payment and our level of, of success in that thing will be based on the people and how they, how they put it around us. Like, I, like, let me explain a little bit better. I am, I am really good at like 
I love tech. Like I'm into tech mm. and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. De depending on the people that I had around me, like I love the mics and the lights and computer screens. I love it all. Like I'm, I'm into tech. I'll just mm. be watching unboxing videos on YouTube and watch people review yeah. phones. You know, before I buy anything, I probably watch 10 reviews on it. So the reason, so when I buy it, I know everything about it, right? I'm that kind of guy, right? Yeah. If the wrong person poured into me, they would have said, hey, Justin, like, I think you should be a computer programmer and like mm -hmm. sit in an office and just code and program all day. And I'd have been like, you're right. I really enjoy computer programming. I really enjoy yeah. that. But, but what it really is, is I'm just a learner. Like, I just love to learn. And so if yeah. it's learning, whatever it, so like, people can literally mold and shape your interest in the wrong ways. And what it really comes down to, yeah. Brandon, is I think a lot of people manipulate without really knowing that they're manipulating people. Mm. And like what, what the difference between manipulation and motivation are very similar. They're wow. very, they're very close together. Manipulation yeah. is I am going to inspire you not for your benefit, but for mine. Mm. Motivation is I'm going to inspire you and I don't get nothing in return. This is solely for you. Yeah. And so if I manipulate you, I can try to shape and form your way of thinking because I think it'll help me in some way, right? Mm -hmm. I'll, I'll keep you locked into my thing or I'll keep you connected to me as a friend. And so I'll try to talk you down every time you try to get a big idea yeah. because I want to lose you as a friend or all the, whatever that is. But it's like, no, like when somebody's really inspiring you and motivating you, they're calling you forward, even if that means you're going further away from them. Wow. It's so good, dude. So you got to check the circle. You know, we got to check yeah. our circles. Yeah, it's it's almost like the community is the soil that we grow in. Like you're going to grow regardless. Yeah. You know, I, I, exactly like that Instagram model. It's like, dude, there's so many successful people who aren't believers. Yeah. And, and I've also been shocked. I, I used to think that only successful people weren't believers, but I, I'm wow. realizing, dude, God has like an army of like people who are actually in this thing. Absolutely. And it's so cool that social media is able to connect us. But dude, great podcast. Um, I don't usually do this, but just for anyone listening, could you just say a quick prayer that yeah. God would ignite like a fire in their heart for their purpose and that they would fulfill exactly what God's called them to do? Absolutely. I mean, yeah, be I'll be honored. So, yeah, I'll be cool. honored. Absolutely. Uh, Father, we thank you today. Uh, God, we ask that anyone that's listening to this podcast right now, Lord, uh, God, we ask that even now as they're listening to my voice, God, that you would begin to impute and speak, uh, give them wisdom, that you would give them discernment, that you would begin to open up their eyes, that you would begin to expand their heart and get them to try it again. I, I feel, God, you're just sensing and speaking to people just to give it another shot. Try it again. Have one more conversation. Put in one more inner resume. Put in, have one more uh, post. Do one more thing. Uh, to really see what's on the other side of the effort and the sacrifice that you've been making. And so, God, I pray that as people are listening, God, that they're finding you in a new way and that they know that you've deposited everything on the inside of them and that in order to unlock that, that it's in you, that it's in your word, that it's in relationship with you, that it's in fellowship with you, and that it's truly you showing them as the creator that has the manual and that can help them operate their life, that all the answers is in you. And so, Lord, I pray that you would give people a fresh perspective, fresh word, fresh anointing, fresh lenses to be able to take the next step forward, to be able to take the action that you're calling them to take in their lives. And so, Lord, we love you. We thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Hope you were blessed. Again, if you 
have been encouraged from this, shoot me a message on Instagram at I am Brandon Forbes. Let me know that this podcast helped you. Go ahead and go to kingdombuilders.com, kingdombuilders.com, and join Kingdom Builders. It's only $47 a month. We're going to help you build your dream. We've got a lot of people in there, a lot of products, and a lot of dreamers that are actually taking steps to building their dream and not just daydreaming about it. Again, if this podcast helped you, share it with somebody, and we'll see you in the next episode.